Hello and welcome to Progressive Mindset, the podcast for entrepreneurs looking to progress themselves and their business. I'm Bradley Monday. And I'm Jason Kemsley. And we're going to jump into what I think is quite a fun topic, actually. We're going to jump into talking about how do we we help the people that work with us, um, for us, in whatever context, to thrive? How do we, we help this next generation maybe we're bringing into the business, maybe some older generation? How do we build that culture, that type of business that enables people to have the platform to, to really accelerate their career? Or maybe actually just reach things that or give them opportunities that they might not otherwise have. And this in turn creates a quite a slick business, but also a business that people want to work for, right? Uh, absolutely. And many of the things that you just mentioned there, I think have to have to come with some sincerity. Is you you can't you can't fake a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I, I absolutely love this topic because this is this is where I get my kicks. I think is I I love seeing people succeed uh, from just from a selfish perspective. That is what gives me an endorphin release is when I see the people within our business reach the goal that they've set out on and that sort of stuff. And I spend a lot of time understanding what those goals are, even though I'm not directly influencing them. I, I want to know how we as a business are, are helping those people to get there. And that's probably a key first. Po- you take an interest in things even if they're not related to what the business is involved in. Is that fair to say, based on what you said? So so the people that you manage and talk to, you care actively, and I know you do, but I'm asking you for the purpose of people listening. You're saying you actively care about their interests and goals outside of the four walls of what this business does. Uh, for, for sure. So what we what we do look at and what we've been known to do is support people along a trajectory that we actually know ends up not being with our business so and, and actively investing in in that paid training courses and those kind of things so hear me out finding especially in the modern workplace finding engaged people that are engaged in where your business is growing it's it's a tough gig yeah and Having someone that is you're you're helping get to where they want to go, it's amazing how much engagement that actually creates in in whatever they're involved in along the way, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And it's way better to have maybe 18 months of someone super engaged until they get to that goal. And then you you shake hands and you and you part ways because they've gone on to do what they needed to do, but they've also helped you to attain your goals as a business throughout that throughout that 18 months. And so just on that quickly, and, and I know the answers obviously to all of these, but for many people possibly listening that have had or may have that person that has goals and those goals very clearly show they're not going to be of the business, their their first thought may be they're not worth investing in. But what you're what you're referencing and talking about and I know we we've seen you've seen is actually you get a bit more out of them during their term. But also what they do add back into the company culture during that period is is more beneficial than not investing in them and having them sucking something out of the culture. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. And it it's much better than having someone that you know did didn't have that drive and didn't have those. You want people that have got this drive and those goals because they bring energy. Yeah. It's what we do right early in our uh, recruitment process is actually ask what those goals are 
if if someone com- comes along and says i want to be an astronaut in 10 years time we don't have a lot to give there i know nothing about that and that's it's just it's just way off I, and and they're probably not the right person it's got to be somewhat related to the field right and you've got to be able to contribute to to that goal to make that worthwhile so i'm not suggesting you just go and take on anyone that's that's got a goal and and try and help them along it's got to be relevant to the field but even in that scenario i can't help you get towards that goal but i can show you what some hard work what accomplishment what what exams or there, there's always something i guess but you want to try and align it as much as possible and i guess in that and this is a bit strange because i know the answers to these but in that that interview you're being fairly transparent straight back with them when they have those but, goals uh, for sure if it's a goal that we can help out with i'm i'm very open from the beginning hey what you're describing isn't necessarily a role with us but here's what that roadmap might look like because you need them to buy into what you're putting out if that makes sense otherwise that's just that's not going to gel you want to find the the right sort of people that get it okay and that that type of person that's the start does that honesty and transparency mean six months in 12 months in 18 months in you get that honesty and transparency back so sometimes yes sometimes no i think as the as as the employer you can't always expect your employee to 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 be giving you that in terms of hey my time is my time has come i'm going to sure. be moving off and those kind of things sometimes you can you 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 can create a, a culture that drives that but it it doesn't always work i think people are all, uh, especially in the us where it's it's much much easier to part ways with an employee you can understand the hesitancy of, hey, I don't really want to share you my plans. I'll tell you when I'm going as opposed to when I'm planning to start looking in that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Okay. And it's it's interesting because you, you get to see a lot of this all the time. And I, I would hope to say and think that we can talk about this as qualified people because I think we've become very well known as an organization as a, uh, a place of opportunity and a platform um, and actually somewhere that you have some longevity because they will support you to your goals. Um, and so our average tenure, just for the people listening, because otherwise they're going to wonder why on earth should we listen to these, yeah. these two people, our average tenure and our staff retention percentage, tenure above percentage below the industry average by quite a, quite a significant yeah. amount. It's it, it's literally the only reason we have uh, a business in our space because if we had the same problems as the people that we're serving, then we just wouldn't have a business. So it's kind of what we're what we're built on. It's the it's the fundamentals, and I think when you get that when you get that right, the one the other thing that I wanted to add at this stage was those people that do come and they've got these these goals that aren't within your business. It's amazing how over a period of time, just having a nurturing environment where People are enjoying what they do. They actually change. We see people's goals change. Yep. And actually, you know what? I know I started out over here, but what I've seen over the last six, 12 months has really made me have a rethink. And actually, this feels like a better path for me. And, and just because they want to remain in in that environment. I think we've all had workplaces where it's just been, it's not been a nice environment to be in. Absolutely. And and so actually, you people want to stay around for that as well. And I, I think that's my belief around this is is I had, other people had, I'm sure you had, 
uh, an idea or a progression plan in mind but i think at the root of it we all just want purpose we all want mm. to be to feel like we're listened to we want to feel like we're making a difference and you can do that in almost any organization if you're given a voice if you're given some flexibility uh, in terms of where you head is actually quite often we tend to pick things that connotate to us the type of lifestyle or the type of way we want to be treated but you can achieve that in most businesses right we've kind of broken the mold a little bit in that as long yeah as long as you're given the platform to do it we all we often describe it as a a, we create this platform for for growth and development i actually had uh, an email off of uh, a a potential recruit just leaving university who uh, happens to be friends with an an ex-employee that's that's not been with us for um, a good good few years and uh, in in her cover letter, she said, uh, "I spoke to my friend who you know mentioned him by name, who used to work with you, and he he describes your platform as as this this great platform for growth, and suggests that this is where I should be as as you know as my stepping stone. In they were looking to get into the industry, and th- that's awesome to see when and someone's that's a, an ex employee, yeah, right. That is a which is I think we possibly might take for granted a little bit, but that's not a normal." <laughs> scenario no and 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 i and i mentioned that because going back to the you've you've really got to want to to deliver this you've really got to buy into to people i that that gives me a buzz i i love the fact that people that have you've been on that journey with us and they've they've since gone are still saying awesome things yep years down the line that's that's fantastic that's where you want to be so if that's i would suggest if that's not a trait that you identify within yourself then as your business grows you definitely need to bring someone in operationally that is is that way inclined so that they can they can drive that because i'm going to go back to if, it, if it's not sincere i think it's very difficult to to lay that out as a real platform that works if actually there's the hidden agenda of i'm just doing this because we want to make money or you know there's a, there's another go outside of hey we really do just want to see people thrive it's it's interesting uh you normally talk about reading uh I, i've read a couple of articles um over the last two three months and there's a, a, a continued resonating theme amongst them all which is moving into this next era authenticity is going to be what dominates the winners and it was talking about content creators business owners uh, it was going from every every different sort of path mm-hmm. banks you know we're now seeing this new age of banks and you're moving to the one that you think has got your back more than maybe the other one the other stuff's kind of a bit irrelevant and it was talking a lot about authenticity and i think that's that's prominent here is you've got to want to do it for the right reason because you will get yep. caught out on the topic of what you said just like it encourages people that want to thrive they want to progress is it fair to say it weeds out the ones that don't have any interest in in coming to work and working certainly use it as a i we we talk consistently uh, along the recruitment process about what what we expect to be delivering to people because it also means that we expect you know an amount in in response to that and actually yeah you do come here and you graft because that's the only form of growth is you don't you don't grow if you're if you're lazy and almost use it to scare people off to be honest is Hey, if you don't align to that, we're we're not the place for you to be. And to go back to what you were talking about, how you were seeing 
articles around authenticity. The what we've created has come so naturally, and that's why I talk about bringing someone in who it comes natural natural to. Because the moment that you're you're reading about authenticity and trying to create that in your business, if, if it's forced, is it is, is it, it really authentic? That's yeah. and it for for a very long time I didn't like talking about culture because I saw people talking about how to you know how to almost reverse engineer a culture that works and I'm like that should what we've created has been a very natural a very natural thing and I think you need people that drive natural things and you know I'm sounding like a broken record here because I, yeah. I keep coming back to hey if it, if it didn't have that natural approach to it then it's it's probably not authentic so hopefully some of the things we're talking about allow those that are already on the path to further it or otherwise find the right people to come and come and deliver that for you absolutely absolutely and, and we've kind of discussed i think one of the main points which is it starts at the top or bottom depending on what, which way around you want to do mm-hmm. your org chart or whatever is is the creating or helping people to thrive starts with your intent and then and then trickles down or or up in the applicable um way one of the big things uh that i think we do very well but being you see this a lot in um we've we had recently the conversation um kpis okrs uh there's different frameworks in which you can measure people etc is uh we're moving towards that more outcome based judgment or results based uh, rather than maybe the the in the weeds is we don't mind how you do what you do necessarily that we've got a process we've got a framework or whatever we this is just what is expected of you as a result and how you want to get there whether it's stood on one foot or you know whatever the scenario oh, yeah. is is that's a huge part to what we've done but also very m- many modern businesses with remote working how you're 100 miles away maybe you're in a, another another hemisphere this is what we expect of you and here's how we know that you're delivering and we don't mind how you do it yeah and th- and that's still very alien to to many people we bring people into our organization and and give them that freedom and and they still keep coming for approval for certain things it doesn't <laughs> matter how many say how many times you say you know, whatever they, they're not coming to you for advice or for for guidance they they're coming for approval I don't need to approve this. Yep. You've got this. And it can, it really can be alien. So I, I really don't think we've got this in, in the masses yet where people really are being left to their own devices, being nurtured and you're there as a supporting uh, supporting arm when needed. But otherwise, hey, we'll, we'll come back together and we'll regularly review whether you're delivering. And otherwise... Off, off you go, go and do it. It's that ask for forgive, forgiveness, not permission quote, right, that, that we all probably hear so often, but it's very, very tough to just sit back and not micromanage or not, not jump into the detail. If you've got remote workers, it's quite a difficult concept for many of the people I've seen to not go and check their online at X time or, hey, what are you working on? Um if they are behind you know, those are, or there's certain factors then those types of hey i'm here to help how can i help you etc but um stepping back in it takes time and i think that is something you can learn unlike the authenticity uh, yeah agreed it's it's 
it's trust, right? And trust is created over a period of time. And yeah, the new modern world of work where we're all remote almost requires trust out out the gate. And yeah. I, I think that's probably a whole episode in its in itself. Uh, one of the things I was keen for us to dig a little bit deeper into in this episode was the idea of having a culture of succession planning. Yes. So um, let's let's get into that a little bit, if uh, if that's all right with you. And um, I love the idea of in order to be able to move up in an organisation, you have to have found your your successor. You have to have gone and mentored and built someone who's going to step into your role. So you're not leaving leaving a hole. Yep. And more so the fact that in many organisations, uh, and again, I think we've all probably worked in in one where there's that person that was almost like the, the oracle. They knew everything, but trying to get that information. They don't let go. Yeah, trying to get that information was like trying to get blood out of a stone. And that's why they remained there. Actually, that can be quite a limiting factor to to an individual is well if you're that valuable in your role where you are because no one else is able to step into those shoes how how can any business afford to elevate you absolutely your only your only way is to move on somewhere else right you're you're almost limiting yourself within an organization so creating that culture of there's many factors right in you need to make sure that that person feels safe. Many people do it for job security reasons. They feel like... It, yeah, it's usually it's, personality, hmm. insecurity or, or something where they don't feel like... But, and, and yeah, some of that is insecurity in, in an individual. But quite often, that's something that we as, as, as business owners, as managers, depending on where we sit in, in various places as we, as we grow and go through our careers, we must be instilling that behavior in in individuals right you don't oh yeah you don't go into the world of work and w- immediately worry for your for your position that's something that is 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 trained in someone because of the type of manager that they have so so you you build up a fear absolutely no completely agree it's a, a and you kind of want to try and spot that at interview stage a little bit if you can um I, I'm, I used to be the, the exact type of person and, and uh, I won't mind you agreeing where for me to feel like I was adding value I had to know so much and not let other people know it or not 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 let other people know it but I, I'd have to be the one that oh they'd come to me and then that feels like I have a sense of purpose and and there's also a maturity aspect there it wasn't until I matured quite significantly I, w- I would probably say that I realised most of the people that I manage have to be better than me at what they're doing than than I would be. And that is actually a good manager. Whereas growing up, you think, if I know everything, I'm a, I'm a good employee. Yeah, so having, uh, having had that, um, the, the, the joy of seeing you go through that process of, uh, of growth, I think it was slightly different to wanting to hoard information, always willing to share and you've always sort of mentored others but it is that don't worry i'll do it i I think for you it was always the you know what it's going to be quicker and it's going to get done better if i do it and therefore i'll just i'll just own it so it might have been a a lot more of the you you know taking on a lot of people's monkeys as as the saying goes as opposed to um having them walk out with it having given them the 
the the tools and the access and that sort of stuff. So I think there's probably multiple reasons that people do do what they do, but it's it's molding people and like say yours comes comes through growth. Absolutely. Whereas hoarders of information that don't want to give out and mentor others tend to get worse as they as they Absolutely. go through their careers rather than rather than better. So what are some of the things that we can do to you know, either either stop that from happening in the first place or or remove it from people and, st- and start to undo some of those bad traits? I guess I'll kick off with people have got to feel safe in their environments. And and this is, I think, the joy of being a, a small business. It is, it is quite rare that a small business is going to need less people. It's much more common in large you know, large enterprise where they'll go through a period of funding and then when that comes to an end or the investors start wanting to see a payout, they, yep. they just go through a cull. That actually doesn't happen so much at small business. Redundancies happen when actually you're going through a you know a tough time or things haven't quite worked out. So it's a little bit different. So just building that that element of, of security and we encourage all of our people to almost work towards automating themselves out of a role because actually we're not going to need, even if that happens, we're not going to need any less people because we're a growing, thriving business and that's what you're driving towards by doing that. And so it's creating an environment where you're encouraging people to actually... In, share and almost make themselves redundant that's a that's the sign of a great employee is Absolutely. hey you know what everyone else is managing to facilitate but i was the one that got them there there's way more value in being able to bring more people into the business and make them as good as you than there is holding that all and just being the one uh, and, and that links very much into what i was going to say which is, is straight pure and simply but doesn't happen enough transparency is if you can't see them progressing anytime soon, having that conversation, why, what they could do to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, ju- nip. we've had, just in case they listen to this, uh, I'll be careful how I describe it, I don't want them to know. I remember, I'd done the original interview for this person. I think they were a good, a good option. Came in, weren't so good you had quite a sort of D-Day conversation with them and said, look, I'm going to be very honest with you. In a month's time, we're probably going to let you go if this continues. Mm-hmm. And we have had since a thriving thriving person. I think they're a great life because I think they found a new version of themselves that they quite enjoy, um, who has accelerated through the career path yep. in our industry. And so... I guess what I'm saying to take it back to the root is transparency negatively as quickly as you can and transparency positively as quickly as you can. Um, with the big thing for me being, if it ever comes as a shock to them, you haven't done your job correctly um, as a manager. I'm I'm big on this. And I think the person you're talking about will actually, should, should they listen to this, will know exactly who they are because they actually thanked me for that conversation not so long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't remember why it came up, but... Um, I think we were in a meeting together, a one, little little one to one, and they actually brought that that scenario up. And yeah, it was a uh, t- to give a little more context. It was someone that we saw an awful lot of uh, potential in, but just wasn't quite getting it in a couple of areas. And despite multiple conversations of of trying to encourage that, it, it yeah, you got to the point where okay, 
we've, we've just got to come out and say, you know what, the writing's on the wall unless you make a drastic change. And it, yeah, they they knew. Hang on a minute, it's it's time. I either make a change or I'm or I'm gone. And I've I've had that conversation a, a multitude of times, and it's and it's only ever gone the way I didn't want it to go once. Which is interesting that many would consider that a hard conversation to have as a as a manager to have that type of conversation. Hey, the way you're going, you're probably not going to have a role in a month or whatever it is. Yeah, it's so horrible and hard but if we look at anything in life going to the gym running a marathon all these things are hard but they bring the the best satisfaction the best results or the best fruits of the the hardness that we went through to get to it um Uh, so yeah my mind was definitely just being that open book just and also with the business i think that's going back to your security and safety point hey, this is the business, this is where we're at, this is what we're doing over the next six months, this is what we're doing over the year. We were talking quite a bit about goal setting, et cetera, mm-hmm. is having that internal. So they, for a lot of individuals, they want to feel proud of where they work. And oh, for sure. if they see the business moving in a positive direction, there is a significantly less chance of them trying to hoard or become that go-to person because they're looking at the next role that they might want or the next piece of the journey. And so it's just about keep, you know, we're all on this train together, whatever analogy you want to use and keeping them, you know, a lot of people go, want to go and work for Tesla because of their marketing. Yep. And the, and and the, and the good things that they're, they're going. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The, the things they're achieving, you want to be part of a high, a high achieving team, right? That's, absolutely. that's what gives people growth. And uh, just back to your earlier point there where you were talking about the, uh, the, the honesty, even when that conversation is difficult. I've got two things on that is one i think actually having to live with yourself when you you shied away from having that hard conversation but then ended up letting that person go anyway living with yourself after that is is actually way harder than going look we're not where we need to be as a collective how how do we work towards this to to ensure that you thrive that's then if they do go that's hey i i really worked with them and i really tried and they knew knew what was going on, and you've been very transparent. Um, and and the second thing is, I, I actually talk to every new new recruit that we have, um, only for for a short period now. But um, in that short period that I have with them when they first join, I, I give them that promise that if there is a problem, they're always going to know about it. And it goes back to how we opened this in terms of, hey, actually, you build security by going. You don't have to worry uh, or second guess about feedback that you're getting or what's going to go on is you're always going to know if there's a problem yep. you know so you know when you need to get your guard up otherwise you're, you're golden and it builds uh, it builds that trust to to be able to actually go out and make mistakes and grow and all of that sort of good stuff absolutely and you see it so often right you've got you maybe you're looking you've put an ad out because you're looking for someone to replace the person you've got because they're not quite what you want them to be but they don't know they're not quite what Mm-hmm. you want them to be and so you're just in this constant cycle of people that don't quite fit what you want but they don't know that they don't fit what you want and um it, it's a super tough um a tough thing as well it possibly also gets better and better of experience but if we just strip it back to the basics to to finish this off is doing it with the right intent 
I mean, we're going back to kind of buzzwords here, but doing it with the right intent, being consistent with both good and the bad, and being completely open book. Hey, it's not working right now for me. Hey, it's working right now for me. It's typically possibly the three pillars to what we've built and what. And yeah, and I guess what we're encouraging for uh, helping people to to thrive. Before we wrap up, I wanted to. We there was one bit that we didn't touch on succession, and certainly because it's still relatively relatively new, and most people haven't experienced it. Sometimes you can, I guess, force that culture a little bit, and that is by making it a prerequisite to promotion. Is you have to have found that individual that you're going, and you have to have mentored them to 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 fill your gap. So you can almost build that into when you're talking about people's goals to move up through your business identifying who who they're working with to to bring up and and how that's going and support them through that and and over over a period of time it just becomes your environment you know you don't you then that that little bit of teasing it in in the in the uh, in the origin means that actually it just becomes natural when you bring new people in they just experience this and it it becomes part of working at your organization so i think i think because it's so difficult finding ways and tools to sh- sort of ease people into the unfamiliar territory yep. by, by making it a requirement so you've just reminded me of one thing quickly <laughs> my one one big bugbear i have is and i've seen it before where you have the one-to-one forms or the management um f- framework forms for mm-hmm. templates and you'll have the what are they good at what could you be better at why are we sugarcoating this what are you good at? What is not working for us right now? Yep. It, and I, I don't like to be as brutal and you don't have to pull it as brutal, but we're, with the, the frameworks and the way these have been kind of wired for the last five, 10 years is, is very rare, especially in corporate world. And I've, I've sat in, you know, a, a very large business where it's all templated when you have the one-to-ones and stuff. And I would have the, this is what you're, you're good at and this is what we think you could do better. It just doesn't have the same gravity, but it also doesn't uh, have any room on the sheet for, hey, these two things you're doing are really not working for us as a business. Yeah. And by the way, the first you're going to hear about them is when they become too big a problem because everything we're doing one-to-one is we're trying to shy away from any negatives at all. The negatives can usually be turned into very good positives at the same I time. Agreed. And I think the the first thing that I would I would recommend is taking that form and tearing it up and not using it. You might want to do that maybe once a year so that you've got some things documented if you need it for um, you know, certifications that you've got in terms of ISO or similar. But otherwise, your, your one-to-ones with your team, it should be, it needs to be a two-way conversation. It's engaging, yeah. not looking at a form, filling it in. Yeah, it's not a tick box exercise. Have some, maybe some key questions like you say, what's, what's not working right now, what is working right now to drive a conversation. But otherwise... It doesn't need to be about documenting where they are and that sort of stuff. It needs to be about what's working for them. What's well, it's working not, for the business. It's not f- the business's opportunity to raise things. Predominantly, that should be for your person, your employee. That is your employee's hour, half hour to mm-hmm. raise any concerns, problems they have, and then yours to go back with with points. Right. Whereas most for people sure. look at it as as an employer, this is my opportunity to see what they want. Do they want another pay rise? Do they want this, this, this? Um, so flipping it on their head, and and I guess. I keep saying to wrap up, but so looking at this through the employee lens as opposed to the employer lens of 
these engagements, these one to ones, these these catch up points? Is there for the employee to share oh, as much uh, as they are? For sure. I wish I'd have bought. <laughs> I wish I'd have bought the stat for. Um, I, I saw one the other day that talked about how employees get incredibly anxious about one to ones. They don't enjoy them. Yep. It's meant. This is meant to be like you say. It's meant to be for you. It's meant to be a positive way of giving you that opportunity to talk about where's where's next where's your growth coming from what's maybe not working how in and allow you to feed back into the business most places don't do that so so rip up your forms don't make it tick it's around a boardroom table very corporate and i quite like the idea of a a bit more a walk and a one-to-one or something (laughs) yeah yeah. walking walking a one-to-one i like i I like doing what makes the person feel comfortable so that they share the most for sure Uh, all right and on that note We'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.